who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi, I'm Madigan, and you're listening to Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal feminist perspective. Oh, hello, everyone. How are we doing at the end of this week? I am finally feeling like my life is going back to normal after a week and a half or so on the road and getting all caught up on podcast stuff and all that jazz. And one of the things that I was working my little tushy off was the new Patreon episode covering the first half of the book Savage Appetites by Rachel Monroe. I love this book so far, and there's a lot of different topics from the book that I talk about in that episode, so if you are interested in hearing any of that, click on the Patreon link in the show notes below or go to patreon.com slash angryneighborhoodfeminist. You can join the book club at the $5 level. And if you want to join the feminist faves level, that is $8 a month. And you also get these episodes ad-free and a little bit early. There's also been some random bonus content that I've thrown up on there. And also, Mad Gabin with Madigan will be coming very, very shortly. I believe that is going to be replacing the Feminist Book Club come 2024. So I'm going to get that all set up, but I really want it to be a cool place for people to anonymously send me questions or have little confessionals sent, whatever. I'm going to read them on the air and respond to them, and I think it would just be really, really fun. Again, just go to patreon.com slash angryneighborhoodfeminist to join the fun over there. And I think that's all I have to discuss to stall with today. Unfortunately, I wish I could stall longer because I've got a very, very tragic and upsetting story to share with you all. On Wednesday, October 25th, 2023, there were two separate mass shootings in two locations in Lewiston, Maine. Reports have varied with the number of victims, but the numbers that I was seeing most frequently were 18 people killed and 13 people injured in these two attacks. 
Police, fire, and rescue personnel arrived at Spare Time Recreation, a bowling alley and family restaurant, at 7.15 p.m. after the report of an active shooter. Shortly after that, a second shooting was reported at Shemengi's Bar and Grill, which is about four miles away from the bowling alley. The Androscoggin County Sheriff's Office and Maine State Police alerted residents to an active shooter at around 8 p.m. And this is where it gets really scary, in my opinion, because this shooter is still at large. A photo of one person of interest has been released by the Androscoggin County Sheriff's Department, showing the suspect holding a high-powered assault-style rifle. The suspect's name is Robert Card, and he's 40 years old. He's considered armed and dangerous. Card is a certified firearms instructor and a member of the U.S. Army Reserve. He had also recently made threats to carry out a shooting at a National Guard facility in Saco, Maine. It has also been reported that Card is suffering from mental health issues, including hearing voices. In response to the mental health claim, Card's sister-in-law spoke with CNN saying that she didn't believe that he had a history of mental health issues. She said, This is something that was an acute episode. This is not who he is. He is not someone who has had mental health issues for his lifetime or anything like that. Former colleagues from the Army Reserve remember him as being a nice guy and very quiet. (sighs) I I don't love what the sister-in-law said specifically about how this incident isn't who he is. I'm sorry, and this is just my opinion, but if you have it in you to murder over a dozen people, to me that is who you are. Only a very specific kind of evil person can hold that kind of intent in their hearts, and everything else that is quote-unquote good that you've done in your life is just washed away. Like, a normal person does not feel that kind of hatred. And you know what? Evil people can also be incredibly smart and manipulative. They can show the people in their life what they want them to see, and they know how to play the game. So I do not doubt that something has been simmering in this man for a very, very long time. And it doesn't surprise me that there's people around him who are vouching for him, because I feel like for the most part, people are smart enough not to really show their darker and bad sides to people around them, like especially not their family, not the people that they work for, so on and so forth. But then it's also concerning that now they're saying he's experiencing hearing voices. And you know what? I also think that there's this idea that mental health can evolve and change through time. I have a family member of mine who has bipolar disorder, and I don't know this family member very well, so I don't really know what their behaviors were like growing up and so on and so forth, but as far as I knew him, he seemed like a well-adjusted, regular guy. He got married, he had two kids, he was a dad, he was in the Air Force, he was a pilot and worked with airplanes, like very, very smart guy. And all of a sudden, he started exhibiting really extreme symptoms of bipolar disorder and would go on like months and months long manic episodes that could not be contained, could not be controlled, were at times incredibly dangerous. And it was it was really bad. This person lost their partner and they don't get to see their kids as often. It's just it's so sad because 
uh, it's like, again, I, you feel like you know that person and you know that they're a good person. And thankfully, my cousin never did anything violent, but there were some times that he put other family members of mine in some really scary situations. But it's it's hard to reconcile. But if the person that I knew walked into two separate locations and opened fire and just straight up murdered so many people, I don't think that I could even recall a positive memory if that happened. And I think that there is a possibility that the symptoms of mental health issues can evolve through time. Again, y'all, I am not a professional. I'm not a doctor. I don't know the ins and outs of any of these things. This is just based on other things that I've read in my life and things that I've learned throughout, you know, my time going through treatment and speaking with other people who have mental health issues and things like that. So I'm not trying to say that I'm any sort of authority on this subject, but just in my experience, I wonder if some of those symptoms can evolve, if maybe there's a trigger, so on and so forth. Or was he always just kind of simmering beneath the surface as this person who had it in him to be murderous? Because it's really hard for me to reconcile that someone can just snap and do something that terrible. Sorry for going on that incredibly long rant there, but you know what? I guess not sorry. It's my show and you're listening. I just really don't think that now is the time to be defending the shooter. You don't need to be defending your family member at this point. All you need to say is that you feel terribly for the victims and their families and those who have been affected by this horrible tragedy and shut the fuck up about everything else because honestly, I don't care. The Andrus Goggin Police Department is advising all businesses to lock down or close while the investigation continues, and residents of Lewiston and the neighboring town of Lisbon are under shelter-in-place orders. There are also some areas surrounding this part of Maine who have suggested a shelter-in-place order, so if you are in that area, maybe go online and see what your recommendations are for that, because please, to all of my listeners in Maine and the surrounding states, please, please, please be safe. And another thing that I wanted to say about this case is that right now we're focusing so much on finding the person who did it and our attention and focus is on that. But once this person is caught, that's when all of the feelings are going to come up and when the healing for everyone is going to begin. So I just wish all of the people affected by this horrible tragedy comfort in some way, on their healing journeys. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. I 
I do really, really want to do a palate cleanser. I wanted to share another topic, but I also wanted to make sure it was something more uplifting. And while I was looking through news stories, I actually got an idea for the Angry Feminist Book Club. I think it might be kind of fun to cover Britney Spears' new autobiography, The Woman in Me. Rolling Stone says across 275 pages, Spears goes deep on her 13-year conservatorship, parenthood, complex relationships with previous partners, and how her connection to music has been permanently altered. The day the book was released, Britney went to Instagram saying, my story on my terms, at last. And now those of you who know me know how much I love an autobiography. And I think it would be kind of fun for all of us to read this together. I'm going to look into it a little bit more and make sure that it's something accessible for those of you who need to listen to an audiobook and make sure it's not too expensive because I know newer books sometimes can be really, really pricey. So with all of that in consideration, let me know if you would want me to cover this book in November. I think it could be kind of fun. And I was still a little bit up in the air with a few different books. I'm going to do a poll on Instagram at some point, but also feel free to just send me a DM and let me know if you think that that would be a good book for us all to read. I grew up being such a big fan of Britney Spears and very vividly remember all of the tabloid drama and such during the 2000s and the downfall or whatever. So I would be really, really interested in reading this book no matter what, just to get her side of the story of everything. She really has had such a long and fascinating career. And I find Britney Spears in and of herself to be a very interesting person. And Sometimes I still feel very worried for her. And so I'm wondering what this book can tell me about where she is now and how she feels about her past. And yeah, I worry about her. So maybe this is just my way of checking in on her to make sure she's doing all right. All right, everyone, that is all I have for you today. If you want to join the Angry Feminist Book Club and potentially read and potentially read Britney Spears's The Woman in Me with the rest of us, you can go to patreon.com slash angryneighborhoodfeminist or click the link in the show notes for Patreon. Also, I really want to sincerely ask for any listeners who have not yet left a review on Apple Podcasts to please go over and do so. I know most of you probably listen on Spotify, and I totally understand that because I listen to my podcast on Spotify. But it's actually so, so helpful if you leave an actual review on Apple Podcasts. So if you have an iPhone or a MacBook computer, so on and so forth, you should already have that podcast app downloaded. And you can go there, leave a five-star review with a quick sentence about why you enjoy the show. That little sentence truly is so helpful in getting people to want to press play on one of these episodes. And it's so incredibly helpful for me. So thank you. Thank you so much for all of your love and support. This is everything that I have for you today with with all of that being said, I encourage you to rage on. Bye. Hey, Jenny, have you um, ever heard of a vampire slayer? 
Do you mean the one girl in all the world with the strength and skill to fight the vampires, demons, and forces of darkness? I do. Oh, yeah. I've heard of her. Cool. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together, we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Never seen Buffy before? We will protect you. Our podcast is spoiler-free, so first-time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? <laughs> Your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. So if you've never watched Buffy, or if you're about to watch the series for the 14th time, come over and join us. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at BufferingCast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.